Welcome back to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. I am Dr. Allison, and today we are going to be chatting about how I shifted my treatment paradigm or the lens in which I viewed pretty most of my patients from gut health to pretty much anything else but gut health. Um, because we have to figure out what to prioritize prioritize first when we start with your health journey, right? And if you look at any other wellness influencers, doctors, coaches out there, everyone loves to start with the gut as the root cause of all illness, right? Leaky gut is the reason that we're all sick. It's the source of all that is evil. And if you take probiotics and fix your leaky gut and take all these supplements and watch what you eat and have the perfect diet, everything else will just take care of itself, right? It'll just feel better. If you have depression, it's gut health. If you have hormone issues, it's your gut. If you have skin issues, it's your gut. If you're not sleeping right, you're not taking the right probiotic, right? So we have a lot of this. Oh my gosh, everything we do comes right back to leaky gut or gut issues, whether we're blaming parasites or yeast or the wrong probiotic or you need more fiber and then other people will tell you to eat less fiber, right? We could go on and on forever. So it's almost to a fault where people keep their entire practice around healing gut health and prioritize that to the fault of ignoring everything else that's going on in the body. And, you know, in the beginning of my practice, I used to do that as well. Like, man, we got to heal your gut first. And I still believe gut health is key. Don't uh, get me wrong here. Gut health is such a priority, but then no one ever really stopped to ask, why is the gut the main source of the problem? Why is the gut springing leaks and not having the digestive power that it needs to cause so many significant health issues? And why does fixing the gut not always fix all of the issues? Now, think about someone who a classic person who has SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, and they have IBS, like they're alternating constipation, and then they're having diarrhea. They might have acid reflux, and we're like, oh my goodness, we have to fix your gut. And whether you see someone who prescribes you an antibiotic for your SIBO, or you see someone in the natural world and you take herbal support, or uh, you change your food to low FODMAP, right? We can, we can name a lot of things that we go after SIBO for. But that's overlooking the issue of why did the SIBO start in the first place? And this is where my paradigm has shifted over the past few years. And it's been so interesting because I added more brain health questions and forms to my initial health history. So where I start now is nervous system and brain health is pretty much number one, and getting that aligned and balanced and working is the key, right? So we have not just the brain, but really the entire nervous system, including the vagus nerve, including um, the parasympathetics and the sympathetics, including meditation and relaxation and reducing stress and watching how your body reacts to all of these things, dealing with trauma and emotional patterns and beliefs because this is where all health starts. All our digestion starts in our brain with hormones and our brain releasing more chemicals to our body to increase enzymes, to increase acid in our stomach. So 
when we're like, oh, you just need digestive enzymes that will help everything. Yeah, it'll help. But if we don't acknowledge the brain's part in the health, we've, we've lost the biggest key to unlock almost all of our health issues as well, including pain and digestive issues and hormone issues. So when I specifically talk about SIBO, if you're a SIBO patient, you know that twice a year you have a flare and you'll take the antibiotics and then it goes away. And then a couple months later, you're like, oh my God, I'm back to where I was because the brain's not helping the intestines move. It's not helping kill off the bacteria. It's affecting the immune system. The vagus nerves help increase peristalsis or movement of the small intestines to move the bacteria out where it's not supposed to be back into the large intestines. So you can take as many pills as you want of any brand, any source, pharmaceutical or not, but until you address the nervous system and what's going on there, you're not going to be able to address the rest of the body. And the other problem is that stress and nervous system impairments cause so much inflammation in our body that we start blaming everything else that hurts, right? We go, oh, it's autoimmune. Oh, it's gut health. Oh, it's uh, digestive enzymes. Um, it could also just be your nervous system. So one of the biggest things that I added that has made a really big difference in my practice is talking about concussions because I see a lot of IBS patients of course, and hormone and thyroid and especially thyroid and go, okay, sometimes I can just look at some of these symptoms and be like, all right, how many concussions have you had? And they're like, oh, how did you know? I had four major ones. Or, oh, I have never had a concussion, but oh man, I was in this car accident and my head went through the windshield or, you know, some kind of physical or emotional trauma that really just shuts the brain and the nervous system off and it has a hard time coming back on. So focusing in on brain health and nervous system work can help reduce inflammation throughout the entire body. And of course, that includes meditation. And whatever form that you like to do, whether you do prayer, standing, walking, moving, sitting down, whether you use tools like the heart math or the muse headband, something that gets you to at least 20 minutes a day to get your body still and calm, relax. Adding in breath work is also incredibly important. And you can get all these things for free. You can pay for apps. You can hop on YouTube. You can join my Soul Elements Collective group where we're always doing meditations monthly. We have to work on our trauma and work with trauma-informed therapists, counselors, psychiatrists, people who understand how to process our emotions in the past and our, how we've basically grown up because adverse childhood events are one of the top causes of autoimmune conditions. So we have to address the psycho-emotional part of our health, which includes our nervous system in this as well. And so number one, nervous system, because you can't heal your gut unless you're healing your brain at the same time. And, you know, it's tempting to take a symptom and throw a supplement at it, right? It's so tempting. It would be so easy, like, oh, my blood sugar is off, so I'm going to take this supplement. And my gut hurts, so I'm going to take some okra. Or, you know, I'm having headaches too, so I'll take white willow. Right? We can do that, but that doesn't get to that source. And if we can lower inflammation through vagus nerve work with garg gargling, gagging, 
um, doing eye movements like the salamander eye movements are so incredibly important to our healing, even though it's so simple and you're like, but Allison, my stomach hurts. Why are you making me do these eye exercises? And it's really to reduce that inflammation and improve your digestive power through the vagus nerve and your brain health. So in the description here, I have a free program right now. It's in a Facebook group. Um, and I'll be moving it over to my courses on my new website here this year as well. But it's balancing the nervous system. And I have tons of videos, resources, um, extra activities you can do to help calm your body, your inflammation, your nervous system as well. And now I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, if you meditate, your anxiety will just go away and you'll be cured. No, not necessarily. <laughs> we still have all the other work to do. So the next thing that shocked me after introducing nervous system work for my patients is that I would have put the gut second, but now blood sugar actually comes second as my priority. So when I meet, especially, especially young women, and I have a lot of 12-year-old, 14-year-old, 20-year-old patients, female patients who are dealing with just crippling anxiety, insomnia, and pain, and hormone imbalances, oh my goodness, and we have, they're taking everything they can or the medication's not helping. They've tried every oil and supplements and it's like, okay, let's, let's do a neuro exam. Let's get your brain on track. And then the next thing is blood sugar. Blood sugar is king to your health. And we, you know, I used to be like gut, 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 then adrenal fatigue, and then forget everything else. Those are the things we got to focus on, but blood sugar balance when our blood sugar is imbalanced, your glucose, and it's spiking really high and then dropping really low, or you're just not eating consistently throughout the day, or you're fasting, quote, intermittent fasting maybe, and probably not doing it 100%, like you're having creamer in your coffee, thinking, oh, it was only two carbs, I'm still fasting. You're not. Um, you're using cortisol in your hormones to create fuel for your body, which is going to keep you sick and inflamed. So I start all of these patients off with eating every two to three hours and having high protein and good fat and some fiber foods because when we're skipping meals, eating a ton of carbs, like you roll through Starbucks and you get a mocha and a muffin and you're like, there's my breakfast. That's just inflammation, not only from the food, but because your glucose is spiking so high and it's affecting your cells and it's creating inflammation. And then once I have these, almost every patient, but right now to my mind, they're speaking like the 14-year-olds and the 20-year-olds who are like just struggling in school and they can't focus and they're like, oh my God, I have ADD. It's like, okay, no, I need you to eat some snacks. I need you to have breakfast. I need you to stop drinking coffee. And oh my goodness, just correcting blood sugar alone has helped, one, anxiety, two, insomnia, three, the dizziness four, brain fog, five, hormone issues. So like literally you could take all of these supplements, but you can't fix it until you address your blood sugar, making sure it's consistent throughout the day. You can have little blips, of course, um, but getting it within a good range. And I do like continual glucose monitors. I think it's a good experiment for, I don't mean like it's an experiment, but I mean for you, if you don't have diabetes and you don't medically need one to see where your body is and 
how it's responding to certain foods and why are you so tired and cranky all the time? It could be coming from blood sugar and nervous system imbalances. And 99% of the time it is, I can't tell you how many people that I've worked with that I'm like, Hey, let's just fix your, Let's just start eating and see how your anxiety does. And just by eating and also cutting out gluten, sorry, love, love you, but we got to cut out the gluten and the dairy. They're like, Oh, my brain's fog's gone. I feel so much better. I can actually study and focus and read all just through eating consistently. Okay. So then we can look at the gut and we can address all of these things at the same time, right? It doesn't have to be, Oh, this week, I'm just going to focus on brain health. Like we still have to focus on brain health, blood sugar, gut health every single day. But when we're talking about priorities and putting things in perspective, this is, this is really where I stand. Um, of course the gut is important. Of course we have to do testing and look at SIBO or parasites or infections, um, viral infections as well. Um, we look at all kinds of markers for hormones as well. So there's, our body's so interconnected. And when we take out one piece and go, oh, we got to heal the gut. If you just heal the gut, everything will be better because we store all this serotonin in our gut. We do, but that serotonin doesn't go to the brain. Our brain makes its own serotonin and our gut makes its own serotonin. They're actually two kind of separate systems. And we connect to that through the vagus nerve, which leads us right back to nervous system health is a priority than blood sugar because blood sugar also creates so much inflammation in the gut. It actually, the fluctuation of blood sugar or consistently high blood sugar can damage the lining of the gut and cause either leaky gut, food sensitivities, immune responses, things like that. And then my fourth one then usually is the liver. How is your liver dealing with our toxic world, dealing with your hormones? How is it recycling the things that we need? And those are the big four keys, no matter where you are, no matter what your systems are, and then diving in specifically into what symptoms are triggering you and what's left over. So if you do all this nervous system work and you get your blood sugar in check and you get your gut happy because you're eating the right foods for you, oh my goodness, I can almost promise you like your symptoms will be 80% resolved if you stick with it. And of course, on an ending note, um, none of this is cured overnight, right? We still have to put in the work every single day. We have to use the tools that we have and create a team that works for us from your specialists to therapists to functional medicine to acupuncture, whoever's involved in your team. We really need to make sure that you're getting all of the right care. You're not ignoring these huge players and sitting here saying, you know, why aren't I getting better when I, I took all the right supplements, right? Uh, but if it's not the supplements, if you can't get your nervous system and your stress managed. So these are really big things. Um, so I highly recommend tracking your food, um, looking at how much protein are you getting? How many calories are you getting? I find that my patients sometimes range between not enough calories. They're like, oh, I'm eating 800 calories. Oh goodness, that's not enough. Or they're eating 6,000 calories and that's way too much. So just track your food, see where you are, do the vagus nerve exercises, get your brain in check, meditate. And if meditation's scary for you, just start with five minutes, set a five minute timer and do your best. 
there's no perfect meditation. There's no wrong way to meditate except for just not doing it. And join our uh, brain balance group so you can get the support that you need to understand how your body's connected, how to reimagine your health through looking the lens of your brain and your nervous system and how that creates inflammation instead of just trying to take inflammation modulators and being like, well, I just take turmeric every day to deal with my inflammation. Let's actually get to that root cause and see why, where, and how to address the issues in your brain and your nervous system before rushing out to take a million supplements or do a bunch of different things to help gut (laughs) or your adrenals, fatigue, or anything like that. So everything's still important. There's, There's not a hierarchy at all. It all depends on what your priorities and goals are, what your testing is showing, but also making sure that you're living a balanced life and getting the care that you need. So thank you for tuning in. Um, Make sure to like, subscribe, so you can stay up to date with all of our weekly podcasts. And also join that Brain Balance group that I'll put the link in the description for you. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule an initial consult online and get started with your wellness plan right away or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.